Hey guys, welcome to the Fellowship Greenville Students Podcast. This week, Brian Nelson will be sharing with us in our My Story series as she talks about trust. She walks us through her own life story about trusting that God is still faithful, even when it doesn't seem like it or when we can't feel it. We will look at Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 6, and what that looks like to trust God as he leads us on a straight path. We hope you enjoy this message. Yeah, guys, so I'm Brianne, and how are you guys doing this morning? Good. A little tired, it sounds like. That's okay, though. Um, So, yeah, I am graduated now, but that was, like, super recent. So I'm still going to high school at nights here at church. So, yeah, I've basically grown up at this church, like, my whole entire life. Um, And yeah, so I have awesome parents and a family, like Dallas had said. My brother comes here, and my dad is a small group leader um, for second service. So yeah, guys, I just have an awesome family who loves Jesus, and I'm super thankful for that. Um, And a constant theme in my story is trust. So I know trust is a super common word, But I really feel like God has been showing me that why it's so common is because it's so essential in our walk with him. Um, So listen for that word in my story. Um, But yeah, so I've also been homeschooled, like Dallas had said, my whole entire life and gone to a Christian co-op. Yeah, the homeschoolers out there. So I've always just kind of been immersed in the idea that Jesus loves me. Like it was just a fact of life for me. I never really questioned it. Um, So God has just always been this constant purpose in my life. Like, I was always told that I needed to live for him, and it wasn't ever really that hard of a thing to do. Um, So, yeah, I just always had him as a constant purpose in my life. And then my other constant purpose was ballet. So I started ballet whenever I was two, about to turn three. So I've done it for, like, as long as I can remember. So do you guys, like... Do any sports, or because ballet is a sport, um, <laughs> or any hobbies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So I absolutely like loved ballet, and I devoted all of my time and energy into it. And since I was homeschooled, I was able to do that more. Like I would get to the studio like two hours early, and just because I loved the atmosphere so much. So basically, ballet and God were the two constant purposes that I based my whole life off of. I've also always kind of been a control freak, um, and I've always hated the unknown. So an example of this is like whenever I was little and we would go to the beach, I don't know, I had this weird goal that I wanted to get like all of the shells like on the beach, but the waves kept coming and like taking them away and I couldn't control them and I would just like throw a tantrum because I couldn't control it. And then another example of how much I, like, hated the unknown and not being able to control something. Whenever I was also little, but not super little, um, any new place that I would go to, like, I would just throw up. Like, the zoo or Dollywood. Like, I just, yeah, like, my body just didn't know how to handle the unknown. Um, And then, like, in middle school, I absolutely hated thunderstorms. Like, I was deathly afraid of them. Um, and then, like, whenever my mom would leave, like, to go anywhere, just leave to go to the store, whatever it was, 
I would be so scared that she would wreck that I would have her like text me or call me whenever she got to the store and then text me or call me whenever she was leaving and I would like stand by the window guys and like just like wait for her to come home and if she was like two minutes later than she said she would be I would like start freaking out and I'd call her and be like mom where are you like are you okay and um yes like this was pretty much all throughout middle school um I just always hated not being in control so I think that that part of me that hated the unknown that affected my two so-called purposes ballet and God so ballet was definitely more of a purpose for me um I definitely would have said that I would do anything for Jesus like I loved him but ballet was way more controllable like I knew what I was getting into and I could rely on myself to do that like I didn't have to trust anyone else I knew the steps I needed to take to get better at it um and guys I'm not saying by any means that sports or hobbies are a bad thing I'm not saying that at all um it just is whenever you start to place your identity or your purpose in those hobbies and sports that it can start to become toxic and so that's kind of where I was at with ballet so fast forward to high school and that was whenever I really started to realize that, like, ballet wasn't me. Like, I wanted to really live for God. And, yeah, ballet was a cool thing that I did. But I wanted to really make sure that God was my only purpose in life. Um, so I went on a mission trip the summer after ninth grade to New York. And, like I said, I'm a super anxious person. So that was, like, super scary for me. Like, I had never been on a plane before. And so that was scary in itself. And then just like New York has so many people and that just totally stressed me out. And so just the whole situation I had to hand over completely to God. And he totally like walked me through it all the way. Um, and so then the next summer I was planning on going back to New York, which it was still like a stretch for me. Um, but I really felt God putting on my heart to go to the Dominican Republic. And that was like way out of my comfort zone because like that would be a plane but over the ocean and I just did not like that. Um, and also like it was a different country and I had never been out of the country before. Like in, I wouldn't have my parents either. So I was like, um, no God, I'm not doing that, which is smart to tell God. Um, and so, yeah, I basically told him that I wasn't going to do it and he would have to make it super clear to me if he wanted me to go. But like deep down, I knew that I wasn't going to like let him show me any signs. Like, I was just going to ignore him. I wasn't going to go to the Dominican. And then the New York trip got canceled. So I knew I couldn't go to New York. And so I knew God had the Dominican Republic in store for me. And, like, God totally walked with me all the way through that as well. But I was a nervous wreck. Like, leading up to that trip, I would just, like, wake up in the middle of the night, like, panicking. Like, no, I cannot do this. I cannot do this. Like, I've just because I knew I didn't have control over it. Um, but yeah, God was so good through all of it. And I'm alive. I'm standing here. So obviously it's all good. Um, but yeah, God was definitely building my trust in himself through that time in my life. So then um, second semester, 11th grade came. And so this is like a little over a year ago. And so I had a lot of different injuries related to ballet but I had pushed through them for like a little bit too long and it started to backfire on me. So I had to stop dancing for at least two months. And like as an outsider looking at that, like 
it was just an injury. Like, and you just have to stop dancing for two months. Like, it wasn't that big of a deal. But for me, like, it was an injury preventing me from doing something that I honestly didn't know how to function without. Like, it was my life. And so, yeah, one of the two things that I'd always based my life off of was taken from me. And so I was left with God. And honestly, at that point, I was tempted to equate him to my other constant purpose that had just proven itself empty. And so, like, from my perspective, I couldn't really see the evidence that God was there, and I couldn't really feel him. And so I was left to question everything that I had already learned. And, like, guys, I just told you how much God had proved himself to me, like, whenever I was in the Dominican in New York. But my feelings completely crowded, like, my view of him. So I felt like I had no control, which I didn't. Um, And yeah, I felt so confused. So I had to immerse myself in truth because it was like really the only thing keeping me going because I was just so depressed. So like I would cry Psalms 40 to 11 um, where it says, why are you downcast, oh my soul? Why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in the Lord. I wanted to believe God and take him at his word, but it was just such a hard thing for me to do. So, like, it took everything out of me to live. And, like, I know that kind of sounds cliche. Probably a lot of people say that. But, like, it really did. Like, I felt like there was no purpose in me living and just things like that. Like, I remember crying out to God, like, if you are even real, is it worth it? Like, if this is life, I don't want it. Um, and what made it worse is that it wasn't even like I had just, like, lost a loved one or, like, my dad had just passed away. Like, all of this was basically spurred on by a foot injury. And so I felt so guilty of my own emotions and so worthless because of them. So do you guys know what a kaleidoscope is? I think we might have a slide kind of showing you. Yeah, so that's kind of like the inside of one. Like, you look through it. And then that's on one end, and you kind of, like, turn it. So it's like a toy, basically. And if you turn it, it distorts your perspective on something that was clear to you before. And so I feel like this is kind of similar to where I was whenever I was super depressed. So, like, I had this clear vision of Jesus. Like, I knew him. I loved him. It was all great. But then, like, I let Satan turn my perspective to where all of the same ingredients were there. But... It all just looked like lies, and I couldn't see God anymore. And so, guys, I just want to encourage you guys to keep a perspective of truth because if you let Satan just show you lies, like, it will make you do things and feel things that aren't truths. Um, So I want to share this Bible verse with you guys. It's Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. You've probably heard this one before. It's a pretty popular one. But it says... Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. And guys, I just like love this verse. It's just so good. So it says, do not lean on your own understanding. And for me, like a lot of times my understanding of life is like, wow, I'm worthless. Like God can't really love me that much. And all a bunch of lies like that. But that's exactly where it says to trust in God and not to lean on what you think is truth and how you feel. And so, yeah, I just love that. Um, And then another thing in this verse is it says, he will do what to your past. 
like he'll make them like curvy or like <laughs> he'll make them straight. Um, and so on that straight path, you're still going to have your highs and your lows. Like, but it doesn't change the fact that it's still a path to Jesus and with Jesus. Um, so yeah, like it was definitely a struggle for me to keep seeking and holding on to truth. Um, but like, I just had to stop doubting and trust that God actually does care for me, even though I couldn't feel it. And like, God slowly brought me out of that desert of depression. And it wasn't like I said the magic word, like, okay, cool. Yes. Now I can get out. Like it wasn't anything like that, but like, and honestly, guys, depression is still a struggle for me. But I know that I can keep walking on because our God is good. And our God cares for each and every one of us personally. And maybe that's all that I have, like, pushing me to keep walking. But, guys, it's enough. It's more than enough. Um, so, guys, like, trust is something that I have been learning, that I am learning right now. Um, I'll probably even learn it today at some point, and that I will be learning for the rest of my life while I'm on this earth. And, like, honestly, if I would have heard that whenever I was in middle school, I would have been like, oh, really? Like, trust is such a hard thing to learn. I don't want to learn this my whole entire life. Like, no. But I feel like God has shown me that it actually makes it so much more beautiful because I'm learning about him in ways that I wouldn't have learned about him if this life was easy. Um, so, yeah, I just really want to challenge you guys that if you're in a situation, and maybe it's even this week, um, where things look like they're out of your control or they aren't going the way that you had planned it, to, to keep just trusting that God is in control and that he cares for you, like, more than you can even think. Um, so, yeah, guys, can I pray for you guys to close us out? God, um... Thank you so much just for this opportunity that we can all gather and learn more about you. And I just um, pray that you would give us strength, um, all of us, just throughout our week to just lean on you and not lean on our own understanding. God, please give us the strength for that because it can only come from you. Um, and please just bless this time in small groups. Um, give everyone a quiet mind and to be able to think um, on what you're saying to them. Um, so yeah, God, thank you so much for today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.